All right, well, I am here today with Sam Tavares, who has uh, been coming to TIC for about a year now. So Sam, so glad to have you here on the, the podcast. Thanks for having me. And we want to jump into a story about how God led you in your work. But before we do that, can you just share about your family and how you came to Taiwan? Sure. Again, thanks for having me. Um, it is an honor for me to share some of uh, our upbringing and you know, where we come from. So we are originally or initially from California. We are a family of six as of today. <laughs> um, we have four amazing children and uh, we've been traveling to Taiwan for the past five, six years on and off. Um, but everything changed in the past two years when we, have, when we had our last child and we decided just to stay in Taiwan for a little bit longer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, uh, and your wife is Taiwanese. She is Taiwanese, yeah. And you met her in the California, States? California, yes, in the States. And one of your passions is traveling. That's right. We, we absolutely love traveling. And, and you know visiting and exploring all the cultures and so you've been serving in the the tech ministry the videos uh, with video with sound uh, for for a little while now and I've gotten to know you a little bit and there's a story that you told me about uh, transitioning uh, from one job to another and how God led you through that and I really felt like the the church would be encouraged uh, to hear that story, and so can you can you tell me or tell us what what job were you in, what what were you doing, and what made you start to think that you wanted to look for something else? Sure, um, this is this is a bit of a funny and at the same time some emotional uh, uh, part of it. Uh, I've always been into technology. IT has been my passion for many years. And uh, when I had the opportunity to work with this company based in San Diego, California, um, it, it was just something that I wasn't planning to, to, get in, to get the job and grow into it per se. I just, I, at the time, I just needed a job. And so this company gave me the opportunity to do that. Um, I started at the very bottom of, of the line of work that they have and quickly grew through the ranks. And um, it was a fantastic opportunity. I met some amazing people. Uh, by the time that this event happened, um, I, I was managing roughly three different departments within the organization, and I was reporting directly to the owners of the company. And uh, life was good. Life was good. Uh, the Lord has blessed uh, us uh, tremendously at that point, uh, financially and, and whatnot. But there was something else that was missing. Um, I have always been a, a driven type of person. Uh, the loves are challenged. Uh, I have learned that having a bit of a stress could be a double sword. It could be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, and for me, having a little bit of stress was, was a good thing because it was driving me to, to do better. And, and so 
throughout um, the last uh, year or so of my tenure with this company, um, I was working with Apple directly and, and not necessarily for Apple, but Apple will hire us to do all their uh, integrations and technology deliverables and whatnot. And um, the way Apple does um, integrations and in, in IT like that is that they pair uh, one of their engineers with the person in charge on this third party company. And so the person that they pair me with, uh, his name is Dave, and um, we happen to grow close to, to one another. He's a strong Christian man too. And we just connected right away. And, and I'm sure the Lord have you know, that in mind because I was searching for, for more. And so having this other person coming along and then bless me not only with his uh, experience, but also he's believed in, and the Lord was tremendously. Um, but to the point, um, came the opportunity and um, my friend, this person that worked from Apple, thought, you know what, Sam, I think you should come work with me. I think you should come work with me directly with Apple and uh, do some remarkable stuff. And I was like, well, I've been happy here for more than 10 years. I don't know if I can do this. So I was a bit of, you know, hesitant at first. I, I, you know, I've been with this company for so long. I, I'm so comfortable here in my little shell. And so, uh, but there was something else, something else that was missing. And so I went home, I, I talked to my wife, obviously, uh, she was very supportive at first, and she told me, you know, um, uh, this might be it. This might be your opportunity to, to do something, you know, bigger. And so I pray about it. Um, I ask God, and, and please, Lord, lead me here and tell me, you know, what you have in store for me. And, and sure enough, I gave him the yes. I applied for the job. And then something remarkable happened. Um, I went through the interview process. Everything was going smooth, with the exception that I was not expecting that on the third and final interview, um, there was going to be more than 10 people in this room. And one of those individuals was my friend Dave. Obviously, he, he wasn't able to tell me prior to that that he was going to be part of that meeting. And I just got so nervous. Um, I didn't want to let him down. Um, but anyways, I went through the process. I thought uh, it went okay, not great. Um, and I just left. And I was like, Lord, if this is your will, then let it be. So I left. Waited a little while. Um, unfortunately, got the news that I did not get the job with Apple. And then I realized, well, then that's it. It's, it's not God's will. So I'm just going to stay in my job, just being happy here and do what I do. Not so fast. <laughs> a month or two after that, uh, I got the news that uh, the owners of the company find out that I have interview with Apple and they were not happy at all. And um, I knew what was coming after that. 
Um, I was nervous. Uh, we just had our, our third baby boy, Ian, born at the time. And things were not going pretty well. Um, and so that fear came over, but quickly, quickly realized that yeah, this is in God's hands. He, he has given us so much this far for 10 plus years. Um, I know uh, in the end, um, he has a better plan. And so the time came, I was uh, calling to this office. Um, I had the feeling that that was going to be it. I, I remember texting my wife uh, and letting her know, I think it's happening today. Um, and sure enough, I walked in, um, was welcome, giving an envelope. Uh, with my severance paid and whatnot and thanking me for everything that I have done. And that was it. We part ways. We left. I remember walking into my house through the garage door. I remember through my office and just looking at my wife in the kitchen and say, um, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. I've been let go of this job that you know, I, I just don't know. So you felt God leading you into this job interview. You go to the job interview, your boss finds out, and he fires you. Yes. And you've just had your third child. Yes. You're trying to obey God, and obedience doesn't lead you into abundance. It leads you into the, I have no idea what's going on. Right. How, when you, when you walked into that garage or you walked into your house and your wife is there and now you've, you've got no idea what to do, at that point, what did you, where did you think God was? What, what did you think God was doing? Did you have any idea? Was it like, God, do you hate me? <laughs> well, I can tell you this much. I was lost, literally, at that point. I wasn't, I wasn't sure what to think or... Uh, what to do. Um, I was questioning practically everything leading up to that day about, you know, God and, and where were you? What happened? How could you lead me into this? Didn't you see I have a family, a growing family right now, and I have this. Um, and quickly, you know, um, well, before, before moving on, um, my, I remember the look on my wife's face, and it wasn't a fearful one. It was one of, we're going to be okay. Those were her words at the time. And, but obviously inside me, I still had all these questions about, you know, Lord, what have you done? <laughs> why did you ruin my life? Why, why are you just... Is this some kind of punishment? And, and obviously you go to all those different thoughts, right? What did I do wrong? Why, did I, why do I deserve this? And, and whatnot. So, uh, one of the things that I quickly learned uh, is that, I guess for me, I was facing two choices. Either I just lay here, cry out, and do nothing, or take what I already know, my background, uh, IT, and, and 
this explosion of business online and do something about it with it. Uh, my wife's background is also into uh, computer technology as well. So uh, we kind of bounce idea of each other and we quickly realize, you know, uh, this could be beneficial to us uh, instead of being a downfall per se. Um, and so we quickly uh, put a few things together, uh, plan of action. We figure um, we can just start an e-commerce business or um, coding. Uh, I, I went into all these different, I tried all these different things, uh, creating a couple of apps for the iPhones. Um, I tried various different things, doing consulting on the side for architecture firms, uh, doing all their implementations and whatnot. But at the end of the day, what we set out to, to go for was an online business that would allow us to travel more, to be anywhere we wanted and still have some source of income for our family. And that's what we did. And so now was this something that you kind of had on the side uh, or was it a brand new business? This was something that we knew about it but we were not pursuing it aggressively. Okay. This was something that I was doing maybe once or twice a month. Uh, my wife was doing also a little bit of that on uh -huh. her own, but it wasn't anything that we were pursuing. So it was, it was kind of a short, yeah. minor side project, yeah. and then you lose your main source of income, right. and suddenly here's an opportunity. How long did it take for that side project to become uh, your main source of income where it really was providing for your family? That's, um, it wasn't that quickly. Um, it took a while. Um, before I answer that question, r right after all these thoughts and everything happening, I remember making the decision after we set out to do the online business full time. Uh, I went ahead and and make the decision, we're just going to sell the house, we're just going to do all these things, and um, then, you know, we'll see where the Lord leads us from here. And in terms of when we were able to make enough money to support our family and our lifestyle that we have at the time, I would say it took a good six to eight months that seems pretty quick to me. <laughs> uh, six to eight months. And the reason why it was six to eight months was because, which to me, I thought it was a very long period of time. But I think um, it, it came in like, uh, that quickly, per se, because we pursued it so aggressively, because we went after, you know, hard. So you were all in. And so yeah. now, today, your business is running pretty much itself yes and uh, you're living in Taiwan instead of California yes, yes. Um, and do you regret going to that interview <laughs> that's a very good question absolutely not I do not regret it I, I think it was definitely what the Lord had in store for me so and then I'm just grateful that that's exactly what happened and how it happened because it gave me it gave me a new perspective on things. It, it it shook my faith 
in a way that I, I did not experience it before, in a way that it had never happened to me before. And so uh, it was a blessing for sure. And it has been. So. Mm, it, you know, it, it kind of makes me think of like God having you on the shore and knowing where he wants to take you and even the dream in your heart to be able to travel yes. and to have the freedom. But in the old job, you wouldn't have had that freedom. That's right. And you wouldn't have been able to live in Taiwan and, and be yep. close to your wife's family. Yep. And so it, it's like God's got you on one shore and there's another shore, but all you see is fog. Exactly. And you're like, why are you taking me into this fog? This is terrible. This, I, I got on the boat, but the boat is sinking. That's right. And, yeah. and yet God knew all along that he was going to take you to this, this other destination. Yeah. It's that par parable on the sea, right? When he asked Peter right, to come forward on the boat and you just lose you know faith and start a sinking and that's exactly you know how I felt at that point but now you know again we, we've we've been able to live across you know I don't know five seven different countries so far uh, we still continue to travel and do all the things as well you know and be a part of our you know media group here at church as well and, and I just love that you know, a couple of things that I, that I heard in your story. One is you didn't know what, you were confused. But for Christine, she just had the faith, it's going to be all right, we're going to make it. And then God led you into uh, a, a place where it was your gifts, your gifting, your background, your skill set, um, that the two of you were able to work together on something that you already had kind of on the side, yeah. but you had to work hard. Very. And it wasn't like God just dropped, you know, this business into your lap. It was, right. you had to pursue it. You had to chase it. You had to be That's faithful. Right. You had to work hard. You had to persevere uh, in it. And so even though God was leading you into it, there was a, a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It almost yeah. cost uh, our marriage in the process. Mm. That's, it, it, there were some very difficult time during that period of time, you know, with the business and because it wasn't everything consistent. And that's the thing about online businesses. Um, you're not the only one, first and foremost. There's thousands of people doing perhaps the same thing. Um, and you're constantly in this battle and competitiveness and, and trying to, you know, find your spot, find your lane there. And so, yeah, it was it was quite challenging, but yeah. What would what would you say to someone who maybe is in a, a similar place that they they're following God and they prayed about something and they felt God say, "Move here or take this job or or quit this job," yeah. and they feel like their boat is sinking, um, and and they're wondering, God. I, I'm following you, but my life is sinking. What, what would you say to someone like that? I don't have an easy answer to that. However, I would say that um, do it. And have a plan of action, obviously. Uh, you, don't, you, you don't have to uh, conform to... Um, a one thing or a particular job or, or 
you know, those thoughts or ideas or dreams that you have and just compartmentalize them or keep them in, in a drawer. Um, I say do it. Um, trust, trust that God will carry you over, um, over that fog and, and, you know, those difficulties. Um, perhaps it won't be as easy as you may think or as easy as older uh, portray it to be. But if you don't take that step, if you don't, if you don't go for it, um, what's going to happen later on is going to be much worse. And, and that regret is going to consume you. And, and you, you just don't know what's on the other side of that you know, river, per se. You just don't know what's on the other side. And you just don't know what God has in store for you on that other side. It could be a difficult situation, but I guarantee you that if you stick with him, if you stick with the Lord, um, nothing will, will, will be impossible to, to accomplish. So I hear you you telling people who to think creatively, yes. to not just be boxed in to yes. one thing, and that if God is leading them into something new, to allow God to to direct them to new and creative ideas, uh, but to, to trust Him and, and to think about what might you miss out on, you know, if if, exactly. if you don't get out of the boat, if you don't cross uh, the water. We just have no idea what God has planned for us, but we do know he's good. Amen. He's Amen. good, and it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't right. mean it's not going to be painful or That's that it's right. going to take us to our limits, but we know he's good. Well, Amen. Sam, thanks uh, Thanks so much. I mean, this was a, a short conversation, uh, but so good, and I'm sure that people who listen to this are going to be encouraged. Uh, and especially those who may be in a situation where they feel like their life is on fire. Um, That's right. That uh, we just want to encourage that God is, is with you and he will guide you through the situation you're in. And maybe just before we close, Sam, you have been uh, volunteering uh, in the, the media ministry. Yes. And what would you say to someone who has been coming to TIC for a while uh, but they're thinking, man, I'm too busy to serve, or I don't know if I want to serve, I don't know if I want to get on a team, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable just showing up on Sunday. Yeah. What would you say to that, that person? The joy that that brings to me, <laughs> it's um, far greater than um, being too busy for it. Um, I absolutely love the ability to help and bless other through the ministry, and i if you're listening and you're out there, do it. Just go for it. Uh, the rewards are just far greater than what you think uh, it may be by not doing it. So I encourage you to, to join one of the groups. It's, it's terrific. All right. Well, thanks, Sam. And uh, one of those groups that people can join is the media team, That's right. right? If they yes. have a passion for video. Yep. Uh, audio, audio, lighting, uh, editing, editing. <laughs> so uh, there are different ways to serve, and right. the media team is, is certainly an area that we want to see grow. Uh, so, well, Sam, thanks for sitting down with us. Thanks for having me. And uh, 
we'll, we'll see you again soon.